All right, welcome back to Waste My Time. This is a bonus episode, a Thanksgiving episode, so happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope that everyone is having a wonderful time with their families, their friends, or wherever you are. Um, We spent Thanksgiving just me and Marie today, uh, and it was great. (laughs) Yeah, it was really low-key. Very. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, nice and relaxing. Um. Also, you know, just a friendly Thanksgiving reminder, while you're giving thanks for everything that you have in life and being grateful, don't forget about all the land that we stole from Native Americans and ways that you can um, give back to the Native American community. Also, would just like to throw out um, Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women. Um, You can visit their website and learn about the rates that women are disappearing off the reservations and how it's handled or not handled by police. Highly recommend just educating yourself about that and um, the women that are missing, um, keep an eye out for them. So yeah, on that note, let's get into this special episode, which is about time being wasted. Sorry for that background noise. I don't know if the mic is picking it up or not. (laughs) Of course, at this very moment, the dog has decided to go full head deep into the the water bowl. Just, yeah. Lots of water. Anyway, the theme for our special episode is travel. So we did moving in the last episode. This special episode is more about... Like, the distance traveled for someone. Mm. Um, I don't know, like, what's the furthest you've traveled to see someone to that you were romantically or sexually interested in? Oh, my gosh. That's a good question. I did travel out of the country. Oh, shit. To see them. Or mm. with them. With, with them. With them. Mm-hmm. Maybe What's the furthest ex- you've gone, yeah, to, like, meet up with someone? Like, have you ever gone to another state to see someone? Is it mostly in the same city? Yeah, it's mostly it's mostly in the same city. Yeah. But I've driven over an hour to see someone before. Okay. And it wasn't worth it. <laughs> Hardly ever is, am I no. right? <laughs> yeah, um... So I have two stories for you that I actually don't think you know. Um, The first one was right after college. We're going to call this guy Mark. Um, He, so when I was in high school, late high school, early college, I don't know if you remember, I worked on an auto shop. Mm -hmm. And when I worked there, I worked the front counter. And so I was... Okay, I just want to point out that this dog is still drinking water right now (laughs) and has not taken a break. If you can't hear it from when we first talked about it, so it's in like a full like 90 seconds. Definitely. Um, You good, Tuts? (laughs) So anyway, I worked at this auto shop and I worked the front counter, so I worked with a lot of the like guys who are delivering parts. And there was this one guy that I had a massive crush on. So most of the men working in the automotive industry are, like, older, right? And um, this kid was our age. 
at the time and he didn't really talk very much and whenever he came in like I would hide in the back because he was so cute and I was so scared to talk to him and so like all of the guys in the shop where I worked they were like oh like your boyfriend's here lol whatever just making fun of me and stuff and I was like he has no idea who I am like I mean nothing to him you know and then um a couple years later I had totally forgotten about this. So a couple years later, I come home from college. I'm living at home. I'm on Tinder, naturally. Um, and I swipe right in this guy, and he's, like, talking to me. And he's like, oh, like, do you remember me? And I'm like, no, do I know you? And he was like, yeah, didn't you used to work at Insert Auto Shop? And I was like, yeah, I did. And he was like, oh, I delivered parts for Pet Boys. And I was like, oh, my God, I had the biggest crush on you. He was like, no way, that's crazy. Like, I always thought you were cute, whatever. So we're talking, and... Did um, he look anything like he did back then? Is like, it was hard for you to recognize him? I did not recognize him, yeah. Once he said who he was, I did a little bit. But I also feel like maybe just because he was this, like, figment to me at that time, I remembered him being more attractive than he actually was. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so we're talking and stuff, and he was now a hockey player in, like, a low-level U.S. league, um, and I, you know, hockey players are my weakness, so I was (laughs) like, damn, be like, get over here, so we, I can't remember what happened, but it was like, you know, okay, we're gonna hook up now. Um, and this was the first time that I was a booty call. Yeah. How old were you? I am 22, 21 or 22. First booty, first booty call. First time that I was a booty call, yeah. First time that I, so by that I mean like first time that I was called in the middle of the night to come over. Mm. Yeah, that's what I consider a booty call. Like past bedtime and it's like WID come through, like, that type of booty call. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time that I was that. So I think it was 2 a.m., and he was like, come over. And I was like, sure. Okay, so once again, I'm living in my parents' house. Right. (laughs) They're in sleep. They're asleep. They don't know that I'm leaving. I left. any excuse to leave. True, yeah. (laughs) Any excuse for something exciting besides living at home with mom and dad. Yeah. So I left the house at like 2 a.m. I remember like not knowing if I should go or not. And I think I was messaging one of my friends at the time and I was like, do I do it? Like whatever. And he lived on Grand Island. Okay. So Mm. I drove like 30 minutes, paid a toll. That's big. Was not worth the toll. (laughs) Um, Paid the toll, went to his house. So he told me like he, he said that he owned his house And that his mom lived there with him. And he was like, my mom is asleep, so you have to be quiet when you get here. Like, text me when you get here. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I show up to the house. I'm like, what? I pulled up, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) But it was too late to turn around. So I go. Already paid the toll. Yeah. (laughs) Already paid the toll. Um, So I go up to the door. I'm like, hey, I'm here. He answers. Answers the door, and he, like, puts his finger to his lips. He's like, shh. So I was like. Okay, so I'm, like, 
dead silent, right? Is your heart, like, racing at this point? Like, are you like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Oh my god, I'm so nervous. I was nervous, for sure. I This was, like, the... Well, I guess I was on Tinder a lot in college, but it's different in a city, you know, than it is on a college campus. I was definitely nervous. Um, I don't know. I was scared, I think. I was scared. It's strange to just, like... I mean, we had met each other in person, but not in this context. Mm -hmm. And it's scary to be going somewhere to, like, you know you're going to have sex with this person. And it's like, what if they don't like the way you look? What if they don't like the way you feel, the way you act? Like, what if you don't like the way that they act? Like, it's all... It's a lot. And then it's like, you're already there, so what do you do? Like, if someone was like... I don't know, like, if you took your shirt off and someone was like, oh. (laughs) Like, what do you do? (laughs) What do they do? I don't know. I was scared, for sure. Um, so it's completely dark in his house. He didn't turn any lights on because his mom was asleep, I guess. And so I take, like, silently take my shoes off in the hallway. We, like, go down the hallway, um, to his room. We're laying in his bed watching The Office. I think he put The Office on. And we're just laying there for, like, 30 minutes. Oh, Maybe, like, occasional conversation. Yeah. And I... I'm trying to remember. I feel like he was like, so did you still want to have sex? (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And I was like, sure. And so, again, we're like whispering the whole time. (laughs) We're whispering this whole time. No, honey, you cannot come on the couch. We're just having small dog issues. It's fine. Relax. It's gonna be okay. Um. So we're whispering this whole time. So then I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, we're yeah, I'm down to have sex. So we assume the position. I mean, him saying that makes me kind of think that, like, maybe he was a little bit nervous too. Maybe he was like. I don't know. Is she still down? Like, or did you not get that vibe? Yeah, no, I think so. I doubt he definitely was nervous. I, from his whole demeanor the Mm -hmm. whole time, like he definitely was like unsure of what was going on. Um, I think he put his arm around me at one point. It was kind of awkward. Like definitely was not, yeah, not about it. You won't be saying awesome. soon. Okay. (laughs) So awkward is kind of sweet. Yeah. Usually I also, I like awkward. That's like my type. Naivete is not a bad thing. Men can be taught. Yes, men can be taught. Um, but so we start having so I said yeah, and he just like flips on top of me. And I was like, okay, so this is what's happening. And over the course of us having sex, one time he just kept reminding me that I needed to be quiet. And when I say quiet, I mean dead silent like one time I was like breathing heavy like you know and he was like yeah yeah and then oh god this is a part that I will like never this is like burned into my memory so he asked me to like roll over onto my side and he's on his side like spooning me Mm -hmm. right and I turned, like, turned to look back at him, and he put, he pushed my face forward. 
Like, he put his hand on the side of my face and, like, pushed it away from him. I know. What is that? So, okay, so this is what was happening. It was me. It was Uh silent, dead silent sex. You could hear a pin drop, okay? Yeah. Couldn't look at him. And it was literally just him just, like, move, like, because he couldn't say anything. So I wasn't like, oh, like, do you want to get on top? Do you want to try this? Whatever. It was literally just him moving my body parts into whatever position he wanted next. And, like, and then that was it. And I wasn't allowed. I couldn't make any noises. Is the mom, like, are the walls made of paper? Dude, what? I have no idea. I literally have no idea why it was like that. And then. You're right. I retract my all. Yeah. And then it was done. And I was like, oh, he goes, man, now I'm really tired. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go, I guess. And he was like, okay. And I was like, well, all right. And again, this is all whispering, like super quiet whispering. Put my shoes on, left his house, drove back home, cried, cried on the way home, naturally, I mean, that was a horrible experience. Yeah. Um, And then I think when I got home, I I blocked him on everything. But, yeah. So. That's awful. Waste of an hour round trip. um, Tolls, you know. And my (laughs) self-esteem. Loki, that sounds very similar to the time I lost my virginity. (laughs) Do you want to talk about it? Save for another episode. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. So that was Mark. And then the longest I've driven. Have you, did he reach out again after that? Was there any other communication? No, I, that was it? I I think I blocked him that night. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think when I got home, I blocked him. So I don't know if he ever tried to reach out or anything, and I don't want to know, honestly. Good for you. Yeah. Done with that. Um, And I actually wish I remembered his real name because I would out him, but <laughs> I don't. Um, But then my one other story about driving a distance was when I was living in Maryland, and I matched with this guy who was in the military – So he was, he was like in the area when we matched, but he actually lived in one of the Carolinas. Um, and we were talking like, I mean, we were messaging like nonstop for like two weeks, like novels back and forth. Yeah. He's a break dancer. He used to live in LA. I like learned all this stuff about him. He was married he was divorced okay and his wife like went insane and threatened him with a knife yeah like crazy some crazy stuff so we had gotten to know each other really really well Mm -hmm. and he had this super cute dog and i want to say her name but i feel like it's a i feel like maybe it would be identifiable yeah um, but it was a, it was the name of a like childhood cartoon character was mm-hmm. his dog's name. And she was super, super cute, super sweet. He was really cool. We were messaging for forever and then we were like, okay, we're going to meet up. And it was like 
we'll meet up over a weekend. He was like, I'll get a hotel room. And the plan was for us to meet not exactly halfway because he, I was getting out of work earlier than him. Mm-hmm. So it was supposed to be like, we were six hours apart. It was supposed to be, maybe it was supposed to be halfway. Um, so I'm just going to spin it this way because your voice is oh, softer yeah. than mine. Okay. <laughs> I need to speak up. Um, so we met. You can't. You don't belong up here. Why is she choosing now to be defiant? I don't know. This is not where you belong, ma'am. Um, this is what happens when you record a podcast in not a studio. Uh, so, okay. So it was, I think it was supposed to be halfway, but I, because of traffic, I ended up driving for four hours. (gasps) Oh! Yeah. No. Yeah. Right? Or maybe I drove for six. It was somewhere between four and six hours because of traffic. And he drove two or three, I think. Um, Damn. So you guys were both kind of, you were committed. Yes, we were definitely committed. We, uh, he got a hotel room. Mm -hmm. It was like kind of the middle of nowhere. Like when we first got there, we went and got dinner at Waffle House yeah staple yes and we had this hotel room and it was it was great you know we we went for we took his dog for a walk we like talked a ton had some great conversations yeah some nice like um joking and whatever and then that night we did end up having sex i remember saying like i like, we don't have to do this. Um, I told him. Yeah, I told him, like, I I don't care. Like, we don't have to have sex. I'm not. Um, I don't want you to feel pressured about that. And, uh, yeah, it just ended up happening. And it was fine. It was, like, nothing to write home about. Um, but it was good. He was. He was massive. Yeah. I mean, you know that line in WAP where she's like, with a hook in it, hope it lean over? Oof. I learned the meaning of that. Oof. <laughs> um, but the next morning, I was like, or sorry, the next morning, he paid for the hotel. We parted ways. I got back home. I was like, I had a great time with you. I would love to see you again, like, if Uh we can make it work. And then he was like, you were the first person that I've been with since my wife, which they divorced two years before that. I remember this He said, you were the first person I've been with since my wife, and this made me realize that I'm not over her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he was like, so I'm really sorry, but, like, I can't do this. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then I was like, I'm so sorry. I hope that you – I didn't make you feel any type of pressure to do anything. Yeah. Like, that wasn't my intention at all. And then he was like, no, the pressure wasn't coming from you. Don't worry about that. 
And I was like, okay, well, that doesn't make me feel better if you felt, if you were like pressuring yourself to do something that, and you like didn't feel comfortable. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't, I don't know. From my perspective, it doesn't sound like a pressure situation. I don't think that's the right word necessarily. It just sounds like you guys had a, like a real connection. Yeah. And then you met up in person and he just, that connection made him think of <laughs> a different connection. <laughs> yeah. The, the connection to, to his ex. To his ex who threatened him with a knife. That's what I reminded him of. Yeah. So that's fun for me. Wow. Again, kind of reminiscent of the time I lost my virginity <laughs> in a way. In a way when that when we did it, it made him think of someone very different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point. That's a good point. Gosh. Um, so yeah. So you never talked after that? Well, we're still friends on Instagram. That's interesting. Um, I, uh, we had a very brief conversation when I said that we were moving to California because he used Mm. to live out here. There was like a quick little exchange about that. Um, but otherwise, no, we haven't haven't talked very much he seems to be doing well from his instagram stories the ones that i've seen and i do i wish him nothing but the best um is he with his ex-wife i have no idea i haven't paid that close of attention Mm. yeah that's what i want to know i would hope not yeah that doesn't sound healthy no at at all (laughs) i guess there's a chance but yeah i would hope not um but yeah, so two times. I'm pretty sure I paid a fuck ton of tolls on that trip too. Oh my gosh, yeah. You said what? Four, six four hours. Four to six maybe? hours. Yeah. Going, yeah, like south from Maryland. So yeah, I'm sure I hit a ton of tolls. God. And then I was like, what? Which I will say, he paid for the whole hotel. Like he didn't ask me to pay him back for the hotel, which was. Nice. As far as this bare, story goes. Bare minimum. <laughs> it's the bare minimum. Yeah, he paid for the whole hotel. Like, <laughs> thank God. Thank God he did something of honor. Yeah. Yeah. I guess also, um, there's another person that I, I drove three hours for, but that, that story is much more complex than just having a connection and wanting to meet someone but what i learned from that was to not set my tinder distance Mm. too crazy far and when people are like oh like i just live here just fucking unmatch yeah (laughs) because it's not worth it that was a lot of money and gas and my time my whole weekend like was spent on that one person for nothing and you know how we we're like oh I just wish men were straightforward. Yeah. But then when they are. I, okay, you're right. This is also, but it's so, it's like, you know, you can, it's like double-sided in a way. It's like, okay, I'm glad you were straightforward. Yeah. But also. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe too honest. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. Is there such a thing? Because it, like, 
I don't want to say at least it didn't like drag out or yeah he could have wasted a lot more of my time he could have wasted a lot more of my time but but still still shitty it would have been nice to know that I was the first person that he was seeing since his ex because I would have said date around a little bit more and then come back to me yeah if you feel so inclined but like slow down pump the brakes right yeah, because even I could have guessed, if it's been two years since you've been with someone who you were married to, like, yeah. And of course, the first, because, I mean, we're always comparing people. That's just, like, human nature. Right. But when you do some, like, something so physical like that, of course you're going to compare it to the last person. Right. Especially if it was so far in between. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure he, like, built it up in his head, like, with his ex, because he hasn't seen her, and they haven't been together in two years. Right. You always think about the best stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, those are my two stories. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, Enjoy your time with your families and friends and we will see you in the next episode bye guys bye